Hello, universe. This is B the B, registered nurse and retired United States Navy. And I'm on a mission, people, to promote health, wellness, but most importantly, happiness. And you are listening live to Nurse to Be for Ask Talk Radio. And uh, we are on the go, the show. So this is what we're doing. We are leaving the mall. And I have done my yearly eye exam because I like to see clearly, especially the weather. We always set off our show with the weather report because now that I'm a global commodity and I do a podcast, they don't do the weather. They don't do the traffic news and weather. So on the go show, we have to add that along with everything else I have to do for this uh, planet globally now. I'm not just locally. But I still uh, will touch base on local, socially, local, locally, socially, and globally. That's that's my criteria uh, for a thing. And my show is from ages two to a hundred and two. So if you're a hundred and three, um, you you're probably gonna tune out because you know all the wisdom I'm about to share. And and if you're younger than two, you probably know all the wisdom I'm about to share. Because I think you get it. If you've ever had a conversation with a two-year-old, um, you realize just how smart they really are before we co- corrupt their brains. Okay, Be quiet. I'm backing up. And I'm being reckless because I refuse to use that backup camera. I don't know if I'm the only one that doesn't trust backup cameras, but I just I don't. I don't trust them. I don't trust some backup cameras. I've got to back up the old school way where you look over your left shoulder. I just I don't trust backup cameras. My daughter, she's now driving. I want to congratulate her. She got her permit. She's doing marvelous. In fact, she's a better driver than me. and She's only been on the road three or four times. She needs a little help going through the drive-thru. I think it's very important with teenagers one of the first experiences you need to do with a teenager is show them how to go through a drive through properly because you know they're going to do it. And one of the safety things we practice as soon as that kid gets in a car is put her cell phone in the glove box. She should not be monkeying around with a cell phone while driving. Um, unlike me, I have a board app. I, this, 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 this thing that I'm doing while on the go show it's all I don't I just talk in the car while I'm getting ready to do the real shows, not on the go shows, because I they said Deb, you know you you do you talk in the car, and I said yeah that's where I I think out loud to get preparation for the the formal shows that I do, and they said that's a that's a really great why don't you just put that unedited stuff the real raw nurse to be on the go make it a show and throw that on the internet and and see what you got that's that's really great because i was riding around with my manager and my uh sound board op to the studio which is 45 minutes out in the middle of the desert in the country and they said you just talk out loud for 45 minutes they said yeah they said let's just do a show with you talking and um then i was like yeah i'm a social samurai and they're like that's amazing we need more of that in the world. So 
um, I started talking about social samurai, and uh, they they really like that idea and how we need to promote socializing. And because people are getting really depressed because the lack of so, we are biological creatures and we need to socialize. I don't care where you are. They've even done studies of of prisoners in so, solitary confinement and mentally ill people that are in in recovery, you know, because they have had issues coping. I don't want to say mental illness. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in psychology. It's a theory-based thing. I believe in social behavioral sciences. That is a tangible uh, thing that has evidence and stuff. Social behavioral sciences, uh, psychology, is based on how people cope and then they give them dope or they give them or they blame them because they're an alcoholic or they had bad behaviors like gambling or they got violent or they didn't know how to deal with their anger or their emotional uh distraught because of coping that, that that's what psychiatry is is it's is the effects of bad of of not being able to cope. So we need more coping in crisis. And right now in the world, and throughout time, we 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 need better coping skills, uh, way to cope. And in nursing, we even have a diet nursing diagnosis. I don't want to talk about the NAND and nursing diagnosis. I've got a whole season where I I go into some nursing diagnosis and I talk about nursing plan of care. But today's show, I I. I touched base a little bit about getting your eye exams. Uh, I've always said that, uh, you know, your eye exams are important. You don't have to do it every year. This year I skipped it and I went right for my new frame. Because if you got, just having something on your face really brings out a joy. So I got a really joyful pair of new eyewear because I have to wear glasses and I don't, really enjoy the feeling of of the contact. I don't want contact. I don't want something on my eyeball. I just don't like the idea. I like to get in a swimming pool when I want to get in a swimming pool. I want to fall asleep when I want to fall asleep. I don't want something stuck to my eyeball. And I think that's important. Like you've got to really make conscious decisions in life. And if you if you don't want to wear glasses and and you can get certain things done. I don't and I don't want to get LASIK. I don't want people cutting on me. I made a decision long time ago and I said, fifty years old, I'm not gonna go to the doctor anymore. I'm gonna just die naturally, gracefully and peacefully with whatever issues I have. I still like to go to the psychiatrist. I like psychiatrists because I like to hear I'm not so much into their philosophy of um of pushing meds to deal with coping, but if you're in a very strong active participant in in a psychiatrist and you let them know what you believe in for mental health uh, thing, I think it's important. And I think it's important to go, it's, it's a very, it's a very, uh, it's a very muddy, muddy, Dream when we talk about psychiatry because uh, mental health, everybody, you never know when you're going to, what's going to trigger you to want to stay in bed for months at a time and just watch 
reruns of Little House on the Prairie, uh, because that's where I've been lately, and you don't know what's going to make you want to emotionally eat. Uh, what was I eating? I was, oh, I bought a 18-pack of Pepsi, and I drank that every morning for the last two months. I've been, I've been bending, bend eating and watching Little House on the Prairie. They got three hours every day of Little House on the Prairie. It's incredible. And then I take a nap, and then the 70s show comes on, and then Roseanne, which I love Roseanne. I don't, I just love it. I love Roseanne. I love the rawness of it. If you're not from America and you want to see the heartland of, of, of the majority of what America's like, Roseanne really grabs it, and she, she she's a really good artist. And what's funny in life is sometimes the true trueness of life, and, and she really does. And it's really sad that they they wouldn't bring they 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 bullied her because she said one crass thing. You know, if we would, if we took a camera and put it in everybody's house, once in a while we all say crass, rude things. I don't care what color you are, red, blue, purple yellow, orange, I don't care what color you are, what race you are, what culture you are, we all say crass, rude, inappropriate things, and and then we go, no, we know what's, what's appropriate, what's right, what's wrong, and we we all, it, it's like Anne Frank says, we are all good at heart, we all love each other, we're, we're one giant family on this earth, and we know this. We're all homo sapiens, and we all have respect for this planet. It's just a matter of of when are we gonna when are we gonna put on our bootstraps and behave ourselves? You know, we know how to behave. It's like it's like my English grandmother said about my radio show. It's part silly, part sense, and we need to know when to be silly and when to have sense. And Roseanne Barr said something that was she thought was part was silly, but somebody, but somebody didn't and did not thought thought it was sent. And she knew she didn't see. They they took that way out of context because they wanted to squash her because somebody didn't like her. They bullied her, and she she was putting on a good comeback show. And they really should have left that alone. That was, they were upset because they got more ratings. In the president's uh, speech. I'm not a right wing or a left wing or a, a big political person, but I just I think art sometimes to take precedence in a time of thing. I don't think people should be prosecuted like that. Anyway, that's my tangent. Anyway, let's get back to my promotion of happiness. I, that was a Debbie Downer moment. I just went down. I just made myself down. I don't want to talk about that. Well, my point is. is you can't let yourself get upset because you're spending months at a time laying up in your bed, drinking an eight-pack of Pepsi, and watching Little House on the Prairie for spending on Little House on the Prairie, Roseanne, reruns of Roseanne, and the 70s show, which I might, I might have to say, I was thinking about this. Tommy Chong is amazing. I think that man, Cheech and Chong, has really been a positive 
I think they were sent here by aliens, Cheech and Chong. They are, were sent here by aliens to make this world a happier, more joyful place. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, if Chong is listening, Tommy Chong, you, Cheech and Chong, you all are funny. There were many characters in my neighborhood that used to sit around the round table at my parents' house. I won't say, I cannot confirm or deny anything, but I will say back in my neighborhood in Chicago, you 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 have changed this planet more than you know, Mr. Tommy Chong and Cheech. I will just say you two, thank you for existing and being part of 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 something that I see on TV. You make me laugh in a time where I don't feel like getting out of bed. Because I'm not, a, I, I don't see myself as a depressed person, but these last four months since my grandmother has passed away, I see myself transitioning into the next phase of my life as a grandmother. And I tell you, there will be times in your life where you have to transition and you're going to need maybe two months, maybe three months, maybe even four months, and you're going to need to lay in bed and do nothing. Depression means deep rest. It doesn't mean go go kill yourself or, or you hate yourself or you wish you weren't ever born. It means you're going through a transition and you need a deep rest. Bears hibernate for the whole fucking winter, every winter. Excuse my French. But think of yourself, if you if you need six months to lay in the bed and just do nothing and cry, a deep sorrowful cry because you're watching a life alert uh, band and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to have to wear one of those one day. No, you're not. So what if you fall and you can't get up? Just lay there. Just lay there. You're getting old. You don't need a knee replacement. You don't need a hip replacement. Just have a sore hip. Take the pain a little bit. It's okay. Life is about pain. Let somebody poke you in the eye. If your knee hurts, poke yourself in the eye. Then then worry about your eye hurting. It's not going to be... I. You know I can say this because since I was 16, I have been working in nursing homes and care homes. And I became a CNA right out of high school. And I, then I became an, R, an LPN and then an RN. I have paid my dues, and I love every step all the way every day. And I know, and I have listened to my elders, and I have, I, I, I took all their words to heart. And I have prepared for the day when I am going to say, getting old is not easy. But that's not the words they used to tell me. They used to say, don't get old, it sucks. Don't get old, it sucks. It hurts, it Stuck. Nobody cares about you. No one's going to come visit you. Your family's going to forget about you. Everybody you know is going to die and you're going to be left alone. But the, but the real words you need to use is it's hard. It's difficult. Getting older is difficult. Especially when the one person you love the most and you know loves you the most is going to go and you got to set them free. And you are going to go on. You're going to need that deep breath. And then you're going to have to, you're going to have to say, I have had 90 pajama days in a row 
and it is time that I pull myself up and I take on the next phase of my life. And it is okay to be of age, to be an elder, to take the step forward and be older and wiser. It doesn't matter if you think that you're not, you didn't go to college or you didn't have some high profile job or you're not rich or maybe you don't even read or you can't read. The fact of the, of the matter is, is if you've got life experience over you and you're an elder, that gives you a place among the, above the, the young. And that gives you words of wisdom that you can give them. Life experience is so is so great. And, it, and what you can share to younger people is so important. And I know sometimes these teenagers, they don't want to listen to us, and they think that we're crazy, and we're just babbling social samurais, and we have nothing to offer them. And we sound like, like we're just babbling idiots, and we don't know how to use these smartphones, and we don't know nothing about the internet, and we don't even know what Snapchat or Snapcrap is or um, MySpace or Facebook or all their stupid social media, because we are social samurais. We know what socializing is. We know what it is to go out into public and say, hi, how are you? And they're like, why did you just talk to that person? That's our Lyft driver. You don't talk to the Lyft driver. And I'm like, Take your earbuds out and acknowledge everybody you see and meet. My kids, get they go insane because when we walk into a jack-in-the-box, I say, hi, Lizzie, how are you today? And they're like, how do you know her name? I'm like, it's on her name tag. I think it's imperative that we be social samurais and that we, we spend time talking to everybody we see and we see and we encounter because all of us have something to offer each other even if it's a smile. I know sometimes if you're in New York, like 10, 10 people that think that they've got somewhere important to be and somewhere to go, is you're aggravating them. Because they're like, lady, just pay for your groceries and get out of here. I want to buy my, tent, my carton of cigarettes and smoke chains and continue chain smoking. Because that's the way they cope. Some people cope by, cope by being antisocial. And that's okay. The other thing I want to talk about is our intolerance for the intolerance. I think sometimes we're very sensitive uh, society nowadays, not only locally, globally. We become so sensitive. And now we're intolerant to the intolerance. And if you don't catch that, I think you need to reassess this. And we need to reassess this on a whole global playing field. It's like I just said about Roseanne. She said that one comment, and now we're suffering as Americans because we really needed that, the, the Connor show. That that show is, a, is something we needed to watch. I, I don't know. For me, I really need that show. I think it needs, we need Roseanne on that show. She's a great artist. And a great comedian for me. And there's a lot of shows that get shut down because somebody said something in their personal life, not as an artist, because we can't, a lot of times we can't separate art from the artist. 
you we need to stop worrying about what these people do in their personal lives and appreciate the art. Why are we so concerned about what these people say in their personal life and what they do in their personal life and focus on what they do as an artist, as a football player, as a basketball player, as a as a athlete, as a as a film, as a comedian, as whatever. That's what you focus on. Whatever they do in their personal life or their personal issues is none of our business. They're not a nurse or they're not in the military. They're not doing something where they have to hold to a higher ethical and moral standard. They're not politicians. They're artists and athletes. They're entertainers. Leave them alone. Oh, that's my tangent about that. Give a second. I'm focusing on my driving I'm looking, oh my God, the wild horses are out in droves today. I'm going over those things. Holy crap, I've never seen so many wild horses today. God bless them. They have to have the animal control out. They've got horse. they've got, oh my God, they're, oh, I'm going over the bridge. Oh God, and there's the white one is out. Oh, the spirit walker is out. Oh, God bless the horses. And it's a, oh, by the way, it's a stratus cloud day covered. The sky is covered today in stratus clouds. I have never seen so many wild horses today on the freeway. Beautiful. God bless them. I think I'm going to go horseback riding pretty soon. I need a good horseback riding. Boss, man. I'm going to ride a Clydesdale, too. I I am just, I, I drank a whole thing of tea to get myself motivated today. I made a conscious decision to say, I'm done having pajama days. I'm done mourning. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I can't. I don't know because I allow myself to be sad. I allow myself to go through emotional ebbs and flows. But I also make sure that I don't that I don't allow myself to do things that are a danger to myself or others. Although I am sometimes a public nuisance when I drink too much caffeine because I love to talk I've always been a talker so anyways we're driving through the desert on a Ford with no name it's good to be out on the range those horses were so beautiful if you're blind and you're listening to my show welcome to my show I really like for all different people even if you've got your eyes closed, I hope that when you listen to my show, I'm able to give you a really beautiful image of what it looks like here in Arizona. I'm, right now, I'm in the middle of the Sonoran Desert, Sonora Desert, and um, it's surrounded by, by uh, I'm on the north side of the South Mountain, and it's surrounded by um, mountains, distant mountains. And right now, the color of them is like a shade of gray. It looks like a Bob Ross painting. And then it's, the clouds are stratus clouds, just blanketed in the sky with like a light blue gray, just dusted underneath them with sparks of just light yellow. And it's 12, it's, it's like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's just a nice, I don't even know what temperature is. I can't see where my temperature gauge thing is, but I, I don't need to focus on that. There's a big truck up here. 
It's just cruising down, about ready to have a rock thrown onto my windshield. You gotta have a windshield uh, insurance when you're in Arizona because you're gonna get hit by a rock because there's no laws that prevent these rock trucks from going around all over the place because they got rock trucks that deliver gravel and rocks to people's front yards. We don't have grass front yards out here. We have rock yards. And then um, in the desert, there's this, this is protected by the tribal communities, the tribal sovereign nations out here in Arizona. And, and God, thank you. Uh, thank you, because this, this land is so beautiful. Like, we just passed hundreds of wild horses that is protected by them. And and here's this damn, excuse my language, this casino sign that's ruining it, but that's because we're almost to a city in the middle of the desert that was resurrected from a casino, which I have figured out the logarithm for resurrecting an old junky city. Throw up a casino and then a prison because those two, and a Home Depot, and a subdivision, and that will resurrect the city because a casino, a casino, a casino, a a a prison, and a Home Depot. You throw all that in in a, and then a city will just grow around that. I'm not joking. I see the logarithm and a Walmart. You put all of that in one area, and you will have a city within 15 years. Or you can resurrect an old bad neighborhood in 15 years. I kid you not. Kid you not. You can even do a Target, and I think it would, it would work. Uh, Walmart's a little bit better. Speaking of which, on a previous last season show, I told you I would I was trying Amazon Prime groceries because my oldest daughter thinks that's the the greatest thing since uh, brown toast or an air fryer, but I tried it, and I told you I would give you a review. The first time I tried it, um, I thought it was great. It was beautiful. My German Shepherd barked. I went to the door. Bam. Brown paper bags. I give him an A-plus for the brown paper bags. Took me back to Lowe's in Chicago where they would put the brown paper bags. My mom, even still to this day, gets brown paper bags. She makes them go in the back of the store and get her brown paper bags. She loves them. Brown paper bags, staples, everything's told what's in the bag. Very organized, very sophisticated. But I will tell you, a lot of times they are out of Amazon Fresh. It's called Amazon Fresh, the grocery store. Is They're out of the products. A lot of times they're a lot more, they're, the prices are a little bit more higher than Walmart delivery. Um, and they're better. I, I think I will give them a little bit better than Walmart delivery up as far as I like the bags. And I like the way that when you wake up, they're there, and you don't have to be checking your bags for things falling all over the place. Very organized, very nice. It's a little bit more expensive. They don't have some of the some of the junk food that normal people uh, like to eat, but they do have a lot of whole foods. And if, if you're willing to pay a little bit more and you like the fresher foods and the finer things, it, it's okay. But if you if you got to cut corners and and you want to do cheaper things, I suggest 
do the pickup uh, app and pick your food up and drive up and pick up your food and double check it when you when they're putting it in the back of your car. If you can if you can go to the store and do a pickup, you know, you order it and then you go to the store and pick it up. That that there's no extra fees with that. But the Amazon Prime grocery, you gotta pay extra for that. So I would say don't do that. I would I I went back to ordering it and then driving and picking it up but i told you i've been doing the, my pajama days and i've been hibernating so i had to do some uh deliveries and uh i've been doing amazon prime and um it was working for me because i like i told you i've been in a hibernation mode for some reason but i'm working through it so but we all are going to do these things and it's okay we're emotional creatures we're going to go through um, arrogant stages of aging. And and when you hit 50, I think that's a monumental age. I'm, I'm 49, I'm going to 50. And I think that is an age where we, we have a turning point where we're like, oh man, I don't have any grandparents anymore. I'm a grandparent. I'm setting a precedent. If you're fortunate enough, like me, I still have my parents. You start thinking, my parents are, how much time do I have left with my parents? You know, like, uh, family starts becoming very important. And you start, you start, uh, you start saying, I want to build, rebuild my old relationships with my family. And you start realizing uh, I want to know the people that knew me when I was a kid again. And it, 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 life starts to come full circle, 49.50. And you start realizing, um, I want to I wanna tell the people that I had good memories with, I had good memories with you. And I, I love you. Because you were a good part of my life. And I want you to know that I think about you when I'm having a bad day. And sometimes I see a car, like my aunt had a green, a purple gremlin. And I, sometimes I think about that car and I just laugh out loud because I remember thinking my aunt was so cool. She had a purple gremlin. Like you never see those anymore. But a purple gremlin, like I say that and I know there's an audience out there that's listening that doesn't know what the hell a purple gremlin is. But my audience from ages 40 on up know what a purple gremlin is. And they're laughing right now because all the age group under is Googling a purple gremlin. And then they're, when they push images, oh, here's the police. Thank you for your service. Oh, they pulled over. Oh, an accident. Somebody rammed into I tell all you new drivers out there, stay a car length away at a stop sign and everywhere. That three to five second rule you're doing on your on your test will prevent you from a very bad situation. I just passed her car right now. She's getting a ticket because the guy hit her in the back, and then she hit the car in front of her because she was too close. And I just I've been teaching my daughter when we drive, stay one car length away from the car in front of you when you're stopped at a car stoplight because if you hit the car in front of you because someone rear ends you, guess what? You got your, 
you are at fault for hitting the guy in front of you. And I tell these kids when they're learning how to drive, the car is, you are responsible for that vehicle. This vehicle is, is, is a, it can be a lethal weapon and you have to be responsible for this car at all times. You gotta be paying attention. Safety, 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 safety. Always. So this is why I just keep talking and if I gotta cut half of this show when I get where I'm going, that's fine. Don't bother me. Oh, three, oh, three. Okay, here we go. Oh, they put a sprout up. Oh, I love that Dutch Brothers. Damn it, I want to get over there and give me some Dutch Bros. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to have my friend, my country friend. We're going to come down here and get some Dutch, Dutch Brothers tonight. I need to detail this car. And then I got to re-cement uh, my pharaohs. I got all kinds of things. Oh, there's a garbage truck. There's all kinds of trucks, cement trucks. That's one thing I should have been. I should have been... I, if I could mentor some people, I would tell you to be a cement, be a cement guy, be a plumber, be a uh, mechanic. But let me tell you something about being a mechanic. You're only as good as your tools. Remember that. That's the truth. Get out there and do hard work, kids. If there's some teenagers listening to me, um, I, I'll just tell you guys, don't be afraid to do hard work. Hard work builds muscles and Build character. Be a hard worker in life. I've always loved hard work. I've loved. I've always loved to be busy doing something, doing nothing. Be busy doing nothing. If someone asks you, can you help me with this? Say no. I'm busy doing nothing. I'm busy. Look at this truck. Be a truck driver. Get your CDL license. Get out on the road and see the country. See America. You know I haven't even been to Yellowstone Park. I got to go to see a Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. I haven't seen Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Hey, Boo Boo. I haven't seen, people say Boo Boo to me. I'm like, I haven't even met Boo Boo. I have a Yogi Bear. I got to go to Yellowstone Park. I haven't even lived yet. And I'm 50 years old. haven't been to Yellowstone Park. Been to Hawaii a million times. Never been to Yellowstone Park. I got to do that. I got to put that on my list. At 50, you know what you do? You build your bucket list. Damn it. Quit going to the doctor and start writing up a bucket list. A bucket list. Fuck it, I'm doing it. Oh, shoot. I can't say the F word. You know what? Yes, I can. I can say it once in a while. I don't think it's going to hurt anybody on, on the Internet. If you're on the Internet, you have heard the F word. Frizzly, Firelin, Flippity, Flu. You can say other words. See, I need to teach people to be creative. See, because that's the thing is people are sensitive. You drop an F-bomb and they're like, oh, my goodness, this show doesn't, there's all these naughty words on there and she's just got a filthy mouth. I can't believe she puts her false teeth in there, in that mouth. I'm just kidding. I don't got false teeth, but I would like to get my teeth whitened. I can't believe they're getting this color. It must be all the tea I drink. I started drinking uh, uh, tropical Red Bulls. They're clear. I have to go see Dr. K. Tell him to get my... Dr. K is on the show from 2019 uh, season on KFNX. 
he's he's he he is so he's a good dentist. I will give him that. Doctor K is a good doctor. He's out here in Dobson. My kids still go. He's a good doctor. I get he's a very smart man. Doctor K is okay. You want a good dentist? Go to him. I gotta make an appointment. Get my teeth white. And he's got a special. He he does a he does a very meticulous teeth whitening thing that doesn't damage the enamel too much and it will really brighten up your smile. So when you take take your mask down, you just ah wow look at that it looks like a little ray of sunshine coming out your mask. Smile. Even if you got snaggly teeth, a beautiful white snaggly teeth smile is beautiful. Don't let nobody tell you different. We are passing the casino. No. I'm tired of that place. I'm not, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this thing where I just do. It's such a waste of time. I just, it just, I just, I feel bad because my, you know, my mom likes to play bingo and she got all these friends in there and she likes church, and we like to go there for dinner sometimes because it's the only thing in the middle of the desert. Whew. I'm too, I get so tired of it. I can only handle it maybe every other year. I'm going to take a break from this for a while. I'm like, I don't like I don't like gambling. I really don't. My kids think I like it. I don't. i rather not. Casino. Ain't nothing but losers in there. I'm sorry if you like to go to the casino. I don't mean anything by calling you losers. As long as you don't get lost. As long as you don't get lost in there. You can be a loser. You can lose all you want. As long as you don't get lost. Okay. The sun is piercing through the stratus clouds. I'm almost home. The sun is beaming down like an angel out of the clouds. It's like an angel is coming through. Wow, I can't even see. Do I got my sunglasses on? I sure do. I got my sun, my prescription sunglasses fixed. I look like Lady Gaga. Well, fat Lady Gaga. It's okay. I, I'm P-H-A-T. Pretty hot something. American thing. Pretty hot American thing. That's what that means. Pretty hot American thing. Fat. Phonetically spelled, it's Debbie spelled. It's in the Debbie dictionary, the Debster dictionary. You have to look it up. Look at all these cotton uh, fields. They've they've used the cotton gin and wrapped these cotton things up. And all the cotton fields are all. I'm out in my country. I'm out in the country here. It's beautiful. They wrap these up. I don't know how much more stuff we need to make out of cotton. I think I think we need to use what we've already made out of it. I think we got enough cotton floating around this planet. I don't think we need any more. What else is cotton oil? I don't know what what else do we need to make out of cotton. Cotton sheets. I don't I don't know. What are we making with all this cotton? What else do we? What are we doing with all this cotton? Making a mess. That's what we're doing. Making a mess. I don't know who we make cotton. I don't know. There's a binding product in cotton or something. 
Will, what the hell are you doing with that? You can't eat, do we eat cats? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> oh, here's a Brahma cow. Beautiful, I love these Brahma cows. I've never seen anybody that loves their cows as much as this man. I am driving past the Dollar General store. I just can't believe I'm seeing an old boy. Did I bring my oatmeal? Oh, yeah, yeah, oatmeal. Oatmeal. I it's the food of the gods. I love it with cinnamon and some raisins and some apples. I just love oatmeal. Just love. This is where I like to be. It's out in the country. I'm kid. I'm not joking. You. I saw this thing the other day. This guy was being interviewed. He lives off the half off the grid in the city. He's he's living on his family lives on rabbits. They 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 raise rabbits and eat them, and they have beehives and honey. I'm thinking to myself, man, he could live in Arizona. He wouldn't have to he wouldn't have to raise rabbits. We got. I will pay him to come to my ranch, and he can have as many rabbits as he wants. I got wild rabbits for days. They are they are destructively they there's just too many rabbits. I have to, and then I got honey, wild honey all over the place. Plus, I have my honey hives. I I don't I can't even I can't even take care of all the hives I have because there's so many wild hives. That's why I had to start doing uh, beekeeping because. I had so many wild hives because it was incredible. So this Arizona is amazing. Like you don't have to harvest all that. We have bunnies for days and we have snakes. You can live off the snakes and bunnies in Arizona. And you can take a slingshot and just and you got a bunny every night. You have bunnies and honey and and you people think, "Oh, I'm going to die in Arizona cuz there's no water." No. So you can go get so you can live live on a teaspoon of honey a day. You, you got to check that because I don't, I can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure I'm right about that fact. And then you can live on the the snake and the bunny. I'm not joking. You there's so much bunnies out here that we we they're they're annoying. They're annoying. People they, they chew up every fucking thing. It's unbelievable. Oh, I am dropping the F-bombs today. But you want to live off the grid. You come out and live in the desert of Arizona. You can build an underground house. We got People don't want to live out here because it's so hot. But you try it. You It's like Australia. Like, if you want to live off the grid, go to Australia or go to Arizona. You, you can't. It's, the land is, people figured it out now. The land is very expensive now. You, you lost your chance. You should have been doing your research if you really want to live off the grid. But you can live in a bus. I mean, I, if you if you you people want to be so fancy, you really not. You really don't know what you got yourself into. I love to camp. I must, let's talk about camping for a second. People that don't want to camp don't get it. They say, oh, well, this is boring. I don't want to do this. What that? Your problem is you don't got the right mindset. The reason why you camp is so you bring your mind back to to what is important. And the importance is, is you're spending time with the people that you want to be with. It's the moment. It's the memory. It's you're spending time, eye contact, socializing, 
social samurai in the fresh air where nobody can bother you. You can't get a cell phone signal where you know that if something comes up on you, you got to use your bare hands and you're going to have to survive it. You're under the, you're living, you, if you want to sleep out under the stars, you put a tarp down and if you, if something comes up on you, you got to be ready to open one eye and survive it. And it takes you back to your primal instinct of how to survive. You become one with this planet and then you have respect for what you are able to achieve and you come back to society and the suburbs and you are a different person and you realize I don't need anything. I can survive with a tarp under the stars. It's a beef jerky and a flipping camel pack full of water. Because I've done it. I've done the 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 12 mile hike and then the 8 mile hike and I, I've done it, slept under waterfalls and when I got to the bottom of, of the Grand Canyon, there was no water. I took a chance and I believe when I got there that water would be drinkable because I needed that water to hike the hell out of the Grand Canyon. And you know what? This earth gave me the water to fill my camel pack when I went. It took me four hours six hours to get to the bottom of the canyon and there was water coming out. The water was so pure that I could fill my camel pack and I was able to hike out of the bowels of hell. That's what it felt like because by the time I got to the switchbacks to hike up out of the canyon, I'm not going to explain this hike to you, but this hike is a sacred place and I don't want to say it because then everybody will want to hike this. But there is the, can- the Grand Canyon. When you hike down into the Grand Canyon and then out again, if you can do it at high noon like I did, I don't recommend it, but when I was young, we would do it. And I will tell you, it is like hiking out of the bowels of hell. It is so hot. Your body, literally, you it will be like a fog when you come out because you won't have any water. And you literally beg, you'll beg to whatever there is in the universe for the strength to get through the switchbacks to come out. You'll have that bad. I was 19 and one of my friends was 20 when we did a Bright Angel Trail and we were coming out. She, to this day, has a bad hip from coming out of Bright Angel Trail. We did that one in one day. I won't tell you the other one I was just talking about, but Bright Angel Trail, I did that trip at, uh, no, I was 16 when I did that. In one day, my friend was going to ASU. Her older sister was going to ASU. That's the one that hurt her hip. And her hip is still bad to this day. She was 19. And we did that trip. And we and we got a picture in front of the sign. And it says, do not attempt this trip in one day. The Grand Canyon, if it don't take something out of you and put something back in you that says you are stronger than you know, then you, then you need to do that. You need to... You need to hike and camp in the Grand Canyon so that you know you are. this earth is bigger and greater than you ever can imagine. There is nothing human beings can do to this planet that the earth cannot overcome. You need to quit acting like you're going to make this world a better place. No, the earth is going to wipe out humanity and then it is going to replenish itself again. We don't have to worry about this, this planet. You need to worry about if if humanity what what it will a small a small society a small race of man 
be able to still exist. But it won't be the people with eight mansions and the butlers and, you know, the the Teslas. Those people won't keep up. Those people will be won't be able to keep up. It will be the people that can sleep under the stars and and pick up a gopher snake and eat it eat it and and live in harmony with nature. Those are the people that can can that will be that will survive. The people that know that they don't have to be in fear. They can do camping. So I I don't know how I got on the camping tangent, but I my mind is drifting. I'm almost to my house. So I'm just I'm just babbling right now. This is rhetoric. Oh look at this fella. Oh these are water tanks. Now out here people do what they call is haul water. Oh no he's hauling cars that guy. They haul everything out here. You name it. I love being in the country because you never know what you're gonna see. Like literally. I don't even want to tell you the things I've seen out here because you won't believe it. I, I can't even explain the things I've seen out here. I, I can't. There's nowhere to, I don't know where to begin. You can't even imagine the things I've seen out here. But the hauling of the water, people don't, this, where I live, people literally live off the grid. If you say off the grid to them, they'll be like, what, what, what does that mean? Well, we, we all live off the grid out here. Because there's no water out here in the des- middle of the country. There's no, there's no, a lot, a lot of people have solar. And, oh, my God. Okay, a lot of people have solar. A lot of people have to haul their water every three days or so. They haul the water. They put them in tanks. Some people have wells. But even those dry up after a while. You know, 